Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis. And today we've got an interesting topic. We're going to be talking about chronic neck pain, chronic cervical spine pain. We're talking about, um, you know, a very real problem that is very treatable. And um, I hope you enjoy this one today. This is something that we see quite often and um, definitely something that um, you can help patients with. Okay. This is uh, this is not a life ending situation and uh, most people can get over this pretty, uh, pretty easily. Um, does take a little bit of work, which you will find out today. And that treating um, chronic cervical spine pain is not something that can be just done with uh, soft tissue modalities and passive treatment. But so let's talk a little bit about it. Um, definitely, this is a problem where you see it more in women than you do in men. You'll see it in folks who do um, jobs that are more monotonous and stressful and sustained in one position for a long time. Usually there's some sort of an overload to the upper trapezius muscles. They stay in one position for a long time. And then you get this overload of what we call the type one muscle fibers of the upper trapezius muscles. And there's been lots of studies about this and um, come to find out women have who have chronic myalgia or pain in the upper trapezius muscles have more of what we call large megafibers or type 1 megafibers that are just larger than most. They exist in everybody, but women who have myalgia of the cervical spine have more of these megafibers. These megafibers have less capillarization to it, okay? So less blood flow to it, and they've associated having an excessive amount of these megafibers with having increased pain in the upper trapezius uh, musculature, okay? Especially chronic pain. Um, it's, it's not uncommon to develop upper extremity problems, you know, elbow problems, hand and wrists, carpal tunnel issues, repetitive strain type problems when you have chronic upper trapezius pain. Uh, pain. Okay. So, and, I, and I'm going to explain that in a little bit. Okay. So first of all, what causes chronic upper trapezius discomfort, especially in women more than men? Men get this also, but definitely more in women than men. I've seen this as classic. I've seen it over 26 years. That's, that's, you know, that's the population of people we see it in. Um, First thing to consider, your head weighs 10 to 14 pounds, okay? And that head of yours, that nugget is sitting ahead of your shoulders, okay? So your eyes are on the front of your head, your nose is on the front, your mouth is on the front, your hands are directed in front of you. So everything you do is in a forward bent type of position, forward head, kyphotic posture type position. Um, females have breasts that pulls the shoulders forward. So automatically, this head is being pulled forward and those muscles back there are helping to hold the cervical spine straight or straighter so that you can communicate with people in front of you so you can see in front of you and it's helping to hold your head up constantly. So a kyphotic posture is definitely a contributor. Sustained postural stress, being in one position for a long period of time, having your head in one position for a long period of time, such as dental hygienists or people who um, work on a production line where they are manhandling things to fine motor activities with their fingers, but have this forward head posture that stays there for a long period of time. You know, people at VDT terminals, uh, sitting at a computer, looking at a monitor constantly um, is also a contributor 
to all of these problems. And then there's, there's physical stress to those muscles, like I just explained, but also psychological stress seems to really play a toll on people who have some uh, chronic myofascial neck pain. So that's a little tidbit on why you get it and who gets it the most. Um, we're going to take a short break uh, so we can hear a word from our sponsors. When we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how to treat chronic cervical spine pain. And you're going to be very happy to know that this can all be taken care of most of the time conservatively. And um, people will do really well uh, with, uh, with proper conservative management. Uh, these are not surgical situations uh, for almost uh, everybody with chronic cervical spine pain. So I'd like you to hold for just a few seconds and uh, we'll be back in uh, just a minute. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better, faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit easyslant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Welcome back, and thanks for staying with me. I uh, hope you're enjoying uh, your episode of uh, chronic cervical spine pain. This is something that we see an awful lot of. And uh, what I want to talk about today is how you treat this. And, you know, we are, you have to think about why people get this. They're in a forward head, forward rounded, kyphotic posture, or the head is pitched over to one side for a long time, like somebody who's on a telephone. And trust me, people still do this. They're on a telephone, holding it between their ear and their shoulder. And uh, they're typing away, inputting information and doing stuff of that sort. And so uh, we do see a lot of this still. Okay. So, you know, the first thing you think about is, well, how do we take care of this soft tissue tightness, this spasm, this, this muscular soreness, and you can do all kinds of soft tissue work. You can do interferential current. You can do ultrasound, hot packs, cold packs. You can do uh, soft tissue mobilization, Graston techniques. Um, uh, you can do dry needling, acupuncture. There are many types of soft tissue treatments that can work to help decrease the pain and increase some myofascial mobility. Unfortunately, those treatments do not take care of why the person had this problem in the first place. Maybe being bent over uh, a conveyor belt for eight hours straight is contributing to this. So doing a 10-minute a treatment of soft tissue work is really not going to make a huge amount of difference. But it can be an adjunct to the treatment that you do with the patient, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. So you need to figure out, first of all, we need to get this patient out of this rounded shoulders, this thoracic, kyphotic, and forward head position. So there are some exercises that a lot of us already know that can be helpful for this, okay? So number one, chin tucks or deep cervical spine flexion strengthening exercises, okay? Will help to bring the cervical spine back and get the head up over the shoulders. Not only am I a big advocate of corner stretches and pec major stretching, but more importantly, pec minor stretching. Because remember, the pec minor attaches to the coracoid process of the scapula. So when that's tight, it's pulling the scapula forward, rounding the shoulders even more. So I'm a big advocate of getting that thorax 
into extension better and reducing the kyphosis. So, and you can, you can do that with um, stretching exercises. I like to do PA mobs um, to the thoracic spine to help promote extension of the thoracic spine. Sometimes I like to, to manipulate the uh, thoracic spine into extension. And uh, people generally have significant cervical spine relief when you do that. You don't have to do any rotatory techniques. Just a straight-on PA mobilization can make a huge difference. And then I like to work on scapular uh, retraction exercises. So like um, scapular uh, flies and uh, seated rows, lat pull-downs, anything to strengthen up the middle, lower trapezius musculature, the rhomboids, the posterior delts. We want to get those shoulders pulled back. But most importantly, and I want you to pay very close attention to this, um, the, the literature has done a lot of studies. They've done a lot of studies that show that, you know, doing a certain exercise can, can really help decrease chronic cervical spine pain or chronic myalgia of the upper trapezius muscle. What they found, though, was a combination of exercises that really do a good job at de- decreasing the pain. So number one, we want to get those muscles pumping. We want to get them stronger and we want to get blood flow going into them because if they are stagnant and they are, are contracted, I mean, it's just like putting a banana in your tailpipe of your car, okay? You're, you're keeping all the exhaust inside the engine. The engine can't keep running, right? Well, if your upper traps are in contraction all the time and they're not pumping very well, the metabolic uh, waste product is staying there in the muscle, causing more irritation. So we need to get that muscle moving. This is huge. So this is what I like to do. I like to put patients on these five exercises. Number one, shoulder shrugs. They have proven this to be the most effective exercise in treating chronic upper trapezius myalgia. Now, some people think, well, if you're going to be strengthening it, you're just going to make it bigger and the muscle is going to become bulkier. That's not true. The muscle will get bigger. It will get stronger, but it will have better blood flow in it and it will be able to function better. That muscle needs to move. Okay. That is super important. Um, then like, and you can use pretty heavy weight when you're doing shoulder shrugs. I mean, it's not uncommon to take somebody start them with 10 to 15 pounds and do three sets of uh, 15 repetitions to do this. But I like to do this kind of in a circuit. Um, so the next exercise I like to do is a shoulder abduction exercise. Might even start without any weight and you'll see how weak people are doing three sets, 15 of shoulder abduction. I never go up above 90 degrees with that one. I just stay, um, at 90 degrees or lower just so that we don't impinge too much uh, at the shoulder and we still get a secondary activation of that upper trapezius muscle. Then I like to get into upright rows uh, where you take um, two dumbbells right in front of your waist. The, the dumbbells stay pretty close together. You could do this with a bar also if you wanted to. And I, this is how I explain it to patients. Imagine you're grabbing the front of your pants and you want to pull it up over your forehead. Okay, so you're pulling your pants up, you're leading with the elbows, and essentially the elbows are a little bit higher um, than your hands are, and your hands pretty much stop where your chin is. And so that's going to fire up those upper traps. Also, very good exercise for that. So that's the third exercise. The next one is a reverse incline fly. So you take a bench press, bench, or any other bench that's small enough to get to to lay on and let the arms fall off the edge. You incline the bench about 45 to 50 degrees and you put them um, prone on that. So they're kind of laying flat on it. And um, what you do is you take a small weight 
and you do a reverse fly while you're on this, okay? I usually do like three sets, 10 to 15 on those also. And then the last exercise that I'd like to do is just straight up active shoulder flexion with a light weight, sometimes no weight, but I slowly build them up. So basically what we're looking for here are repetitions. So I'll start at the first one, shoulder shrugs. I might do 15 of those, then do 15 shoulder abductions, 15 upright rows, 15 reverse flies, 15 shoulder flexion exercises. Then I'll start that routine over again. I'll do that three times. I'll get them to do that like twice a day. Now I know that sounds like a lot of repetitions, but we're looking at activating, activating, activating. Okay. So that's important. The last thing I'm going to mention today about treating chronic cervical spine pain and myalgia of the upper trapezius is that you really should take the time to do an ergonomic evaluation of this patient. Now, I'm huge on this. When patients come in and they have these problems, the first thing I do is I say, okay, talk to me about your workstation. When was the last time you had a good ergonomic evaluation done? And I kid you not. People will say, oh, I'm in a great situation here. Yeah, everything is all set up just right. And I go and it couldn't be worse. It couldn't be a worse situation. I've seen people screw their keyboards up to the wall on one side and their monitor is on the other side. And in the middle is basically a workstation and they're utilizing a keyboard at 90 degrees of shoulder abduction. And I'm serious when I say this. And they thought this was like this great setup, you know, very, very efficient. Um, so we do a lot of modifications. Sometimes it's simply, it's as simple as, you know, getting the monitor to the right height, getting the elbows at a better position, getting the shoulders back, um, you know, getting the seat pen taken care of in the chair um, and, and very easy stuff to do. So make sure that the ergonomics at their workplace or wherever they are spending a lot of this seated, sustained postural time is uh, all taken care of. All right. So I know there's a lot of information there. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any questions, please contact me at orthovalpal.com. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube. We have a lot of great videos there. And, um, you know, I even have a, a closed Facebook group where I'm doing some uh, posting uh, right now. You can always check that out also at orthovalpal uh, on Facebook. And uh, you'll have to be admitted. Uh, just ask and uh, we will let you in. So, again, Thanks again for, uh, for following us, and I hope you enjoy the show. Take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.